This episode is brought to you by the Roxbury Urban Dive Bar, located at 1743 Grafton Street, right on the corner there of Grafton, right across from the Scotiabank Center. Make sure to hit up Roxbury before a Moosehead game. You'll get a lot cheaper drinks, cheaper food than what you'll pay in there at the Scotiabank Center. At the Roxbury, $5 food all day all night you cannot beat that they have a dj seven nights a week on sunday night consider it sin sundays that is an industry night three dollar shots and six dollar doubles five dollar pints prices like that you cannot beat downtown halifax wednesday night consider it 90s night uh the boozy brunch five dollar food fifteen dollar pitchers of caesar that is a weekend special whenever you're hungover get in there get some brunch five dollar food fifteen dollar pitchers of caesar that is a great bang for your buck and remember when you are supporting the Roxbury, you are directly supporting the high button. So make sure to get into the Roxbury, get some food, get some drinks, get some good service, and you'll be all right. In fact, we'll just like jump right into it. But like, I just always felt artistically, um, you know, in a way, in a box. You know what I mean? Like as a rapper, rapper, I had to find different ways to come up, especially in St. Lucia. Um, like for people to really take me seriously. So I would jump on jazz records. I would jump on soca records. I would jump on dance hall records with different artists. And that's how I came up. So like the whole idea of a genre was never really like my goal or my perspective. So the fact that it's now cool mm. to just experiment and do all these different things, yeah. I welcome it. Do you think a great artist has to find a background like how you'd say your genre might be rap but you said you just mentioned jazz and all these things do you think yeah. in order to find a sound in a genre that you want to find do you think you have to experiment with jazz with opera with techno with like every other genre in order to find one is that does that make sense that question like know your i know yeah, Kend well, I think kendrick lamar's dad was like a jazz well i think a lot of the people within you know every rap group that we hear i think a lot of the people in the music scene you know taylor swift for instance she grew up in the churches you know, like there's you you get your influence through different types of music. Yeah. She became a country singer. It's like, yeah, what I think yeah. we're just like a product of our environment. And and as an artist, you're sort of like uh, the messenger, if you will, for or a representative of your time or your era. So like product through your, your art, you express the things that you experience, and the things that you experience are probably what your community experience. So that's where we get like the different sounds and even in those communities like I grew up on believe it or not I heard a lot of like country and western I heard a lot of um like old soca music old calypso music in addition to like your pop your R&B and stuff that you hear on the radio so it's it's really I think everyone's sort of like a product of their environment and through that they pick their genre yeah. but even in your genre you still gotta like find your own lane or or find your own path through all that and that's the most difficult thing yeah and it's one of those it's difficult because it should come naturally yeah. you know what i mean so you just have to find it you just had to to keep trying different things until you find that thing that's your thing what's it like growing up in saint lucia it's great. I was blessed. A lot of outdoor activities. Yeah, you used to like you know play cricket and football, like oh soccer. Yeah, I'm um, like barefoot in the street with my cousins and my neighbors. It was great. Like, you know, shit like that. How, how did you find yourself here in Nova Scotia? Um, there's a professor from that teaches at St. Mary's University. His name is Harvey Miller. He is also St. Lucian. So they fly him down. I don't know if they still do this, but they used to fly him down all the time for these recruitment sessions, right? So we would just go to these open houses the same way they'd have them up here. And I just applied for shits and giggles, not really sort of expecting to go there because I already had my heart set on going to this other school in Orlando. I wanted to go do music business in a, at Full Sail University. Lord I had got, uh, I got accepted. I had found my apartment, everything. But I couldn't get a loan for it because um, the the banks work on a system where there's a certain priorities, priority list of courses that they're allowed to grant loans for based on what the government deems is um, a necessary course, if you will, for that country. And at that time, you know, St. Lucia didn't really see music business yeah. as something that was really, really going to benefit the country. So I couldn't get a loan to do it, um, but I had gotten accepted to St. Mary's University. So I was like, fuck it. 
I'll just leave and, and figure it out from there. You know? Correct me if I'm wrong. Were you a uh, floor tenant? What do they call floor tenants? Or they I was an RA. RA. Were yeah, you an RA? I was a resident assistant. Yeah, I knew for two funny. years. That's funny. Yeah, man. I, I heard a story. <laughs> I heard a story about you oh back in the day. No, I heard good things. It was okay. just like okay, great. Someone, someone was like, "Yeah, like I was because back when you were an RA, I was a like, baby." Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you didn't know that? That's bro, like I got out of res. Of I went into res. I was in there for one semester, and then I, I just couldn't stand it, bro. People like you were trying to take my <laughs> subwoofer. But nah, I hear bro. good things about I you. Like, apparently like you were good. I, I didn't chill. know. I, I was that's, good with it. That's, I could see you being a good leader, you know, a good role model for your first-year students and whatnot. Yeah. What are some but troubles you had to deal with as an RA? Crazy, <laughs> craziest story. <laughs> yeah, did any, what was the craziest story? Oh, um, man, honestly, my floors are always chill. <laughs> I was like, I mean... We were the ones that were throwing the parties, <laughs> technically. Right. Like, I remember That's my first year, and this is what made me want to be an RA. My first year, um, I ended up living with my RA. So it was this this um, guy from Montreal was my roommate. It was the two of us and our RA on the floor. And then through him being my roommate, I met, like, my whole circle of friends because my St. Lucian buddies and my Caribbean buddies sort of linked up with his buddies, and we just all became, like, you know, gang, gang, squaw, squaw. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but, so, Chad was our RA, and we would throw, like, these big-ass, like, bashments in our apartment, dog. And what we used to do is we I can open- test to that. <laughs> I was at one. You had a live band going. First time I was ever at a party in Halifax with a live band. I walked in and there was a speaker right next to the door. It scared yep. the shit out of me. There was a live band in the living funny. room. It was awesome. No, that sounds done, like, like something you do. Shit on Rez, dog. The craziest shit. But our RA was chill about it, right? He helped okay. us not only get away with it, but you know, showed us how like to do it without having to get in trouble. Yeah, you you do you know you know I mean? so, everything in you know ep- balances everything yeah how so. do you do it without getting in trouble because i did it and i got in trouble all the time <laughs> <laughs> i've had to pay a we lot of money in we fines. pointed the speakers outside the window so it wouldn't travel through the halls we had like towels down um it, we just like soundproofed the walls and shit like that and we had someone on lookout <laughs> oh yeah like a lookout yeah. shit that's smart <laughs> very key yeah bro yeah i guess and we told our yeah, ra we strong. were doing it so oh, he yeah. was also like uh uh, RSO, which is like a resident security officer. So he would be on duty walking the halls and shit. So we would let him know, yo, this is going to go down in your apartment. That's he half lived with it, us. Man. Just letting them know. Yeah. yeah. You I know mean, what I mean? So that's just, that's just what it was. I was responsible about it. And that kind of was like, you know, you get a big ass room on res. You get paid to do it. You know, yeah, and it was like, all right. I, I come in from St. Lucia, right? Like, so I didn't really have any concept of like, yo, I want to go out and find my, whole, my own apartment and all that. So this was like, you know, best so then, case scenario for me. From there, how did you end up? Re- you know, what was the first oh, fuck, music kind of oriented move that you made? I used to play at open mic at the Gorsbrook. Gorsbrook. Yeah, so I used to just do that open was mic. Awesome those nights. Yeah, that's what I used to do. So, and that came from um, my experience in having to find different ways to perform in St. Lucia. So I used to do um, rap, if you will, with. Um, like acoustic guitar so someone would play acoustic guitar for me or with me style exactly like solstice shout out solstice exactly it's just like me coming you know full circle back to the same shit that i came up on so i used to do at an open mic and that's how i met quake okay you know through that oh yeah i didn't know that's how you guys met i met quake at grossbrook and we just like you know dapped each other and it was like a mutual respect of each other but we didn't really like kick it kick it until I had that studio session with Littles the General and Quake came through and we shot that video for I Wanna Rock Right Now and all that shit. Oh yeah? Right. Yeah. And then from that point, like me and Quake is like you know That's cool. Yeah. Those like, Gorsbrook nights. I don't know if you were living here, you know, you definitely weren't living here at the time. Which Gorsbrook, St. Mary's oh, Bar. Yeah. Okay. One of Open the best Wednesday, bars. Bro? You could go because St. Mary's a great school, yeah. but like you could go there on Tuesday. They at still lunchtime, have the Gorsbrook, no? do they? I don't yeah, know if they no, do. They do. It's still yeah. there. They well, just know what it was. They still you know? exactly. Sure. It's not what it I was. remember being yeah. at St. Mary's and just absolutely hating it. So I'd go to the Gorsbrook. You go there Tuesday, one o'clock, jam packed with people drinking beer. I beer would be it. like three dollars. You could have a great time there. Yeah, Tuesday after Thunder Mug Tuesdays. I think that's, it was. is that what it yeah. is. It Thunder Mug been. Tuesdays. I used to get like a Thunder Mug for like what six fifty or something right before county. Kind of like splitties. Yeah. What was the place on Barrington? That shut down. That was Bubbles, it. Got shut down Bubbles because it was Mansion? so cheap. No, no. 
uh, Pogue? The Pogue. Yeah. The Pogue. Have you ever been to the, the Pogue? Wings. Oh, the man. Wings, bro. Around. Jeez. So yeah. here's the thing about Pogue. Pogue was so bad with security out front. People mm-hmm. would, even though the drinks were cheap, like there was even cheaper people, they'd bring in like pints. Like yeah. of liquor, like little, what are they called? Classic. Not Mickey. Uh, yeah, what are they called? Yeah, Mickey's what, and. Uh, what's the thing called? Like a flask? A flask. People oh, would just okay. bring flasks in. No one would buy anything the whole time. I believe. They'd let 17 year olds, 18 year old girls in. <laughs> it's over now, so whatever. <laughs> but like, it was just like <laughs> some, it was some shady shit going down yeah, there. Yeah, that's pretty bad. But made for some great nights in Halifax. Well, Funny I enough, mean, I'd only been a few times. Really? Yeah, I'd only been once actually for like an actual party, and it was. During the summertime, and then all the other times I was just there for wings. Oh, where, man, great, where great on, wings though too. Great wings. Yeah. Where on Barrington was that? Right next to, right across from Forever Twenty One now. So it's almost okay. like. Is it Forever Twenty One? Or not Urban Outfitters? Urban sorry, Outfitter. Urban Outfitters. Yeah, so like, okay. almost where the new what's the new condo building going up on yeah, Barrington? Yeah, right underneath called, it there, yeah. like right there. Okay. What well, do you think? What, now we know. Yeah. Now what's your know. favorite place to perform at in Halifax? It's a good ah the seahorse. What was the seahorse? What's it called now? What a froggy goggle or something? Sniggly wiggly. <laughs> great oh, spot. The, the basement still. there. Still a great spot. Yeah. yeah, great spot. Why is that but your favorite place? Just the memories from there, bro. Like we had some real and around that time, I think there was a real camaraderie going on with like a lot of the rappers in the city. Um, so we would all come out for the shows and, and the fans would all come out for the shows and it was such an exciting time and all of them shows happened at the Seahorse, like Quake's release party for the myth. Um, shit, what else? We, we yeah, I'm wondering what other rappers would have been around at that time. J-Main. 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 is doing his thing. Uh, Al Boogie, who is, um, what does he go by now? Al Dean? Like anyway, shout out Al Boogie, Miracle. You know what I mean? They had a right. whole Ivy League thing going on. I and see. Ivy was like at oh, the yeah. helm of it, right? Boom, boom. Yeah, it was like it was a dope time. And then Littles and that. Like it was yeah. Sounds good time. Like, sounds like a vibe, Kale. Yeah, it was a vibe. It was you're, a vibe. It's definitely a vibe. vibe. And that's yeah, that's why I have those that's why that venue is like my favorite spot. Those memories. Yeah. For sure. When you name all these rappers, I just think of competition. Do you like the competitive nature of hip hop? Of just music in general? I do, but funny enough, I never really felt like I was competing with anybody. Interesting. And I mean, I say that because, you know what I mean? Like, when I say you had to find your own path, or you had to find your own sound, your own artistry, it's like, and find your own lane, I think I just always found my own lane. There was always something unique and special about me. So I never saw anyone else's, like, a competition to me. I mm. think Quake is one of the best rappers in the city, mm. in the country. Mm. You know what I mean? I never really, I don't see him as, like, I see him as, like, when we're in the studio, we vibing and we working, there's that friendly competition. Mm-hmm. That's dope because it, it works for the sake of the song. Yeah. But outside of that, I don't see him as competition because he's doing something in a, an entirely different lane to what I'm doing. And I it's just always saying. been that. So I never really saw anyone as, like, competition it was just always dope to see so to have so many talented people around you because that's how you really like you work with grow exactly collaborate and that i think i think when you look at competition it's like you could compete or i think you were even saying it the other day it's like uh, i don't even remember you were saying it though it's like (laughs) 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 but uh you know it's like competition versus collaboration why compete it's it's the same with any business, you know. If there's another business doing a similar thing that you're doing, why compete if you can just you know combine forces and yeah. become one powerhouse? Yeah. I was watching a motivational video the other day. Diddy or Puff Daddy? It was Diddy at the time. Puff Daddy at the time, <laughs> but Diddy now. Anyways, he had a cool little tip. He's just like, you know, there's so much competition out there. There's so many people trying to get on. There's so many people trying to do what you're do. He's like, I don't watch anyone. So I was kind of what you yeah. just said there. I was like, it's kind of similar to that. If you're worried about, think about how many fucking podcasts are out there that are doing oh, yeah. better than this podcast. We get a good amount of downloads, but there's d- podcasts out there that are getting tons more downloads. Oh, yeah. And if I thought about that on a day-to-day basis, I wouldn't do this podcast. But I don't exactly. think about that. I just think, okay, what am I doing right now? How am I going to improve today? And how am I going to be better tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. honestly, the only so you just don't I even think about it is myself. I just try to be better than, than I was the last time. Because if you think about the other people around you, it'll put you in the funk. It'll yeah. be like, man, this guy, like, it'll just put you in a funk. Yeah. You just got to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I was listening to one of your songs today, the ones you were playing, and you were you said uh 
focus on the good times or something. Focus on the wins. Yeah. I like it's that. It's hard to focus on a loss when you're focusing on the wins. Yeah. That's just what it is. Yeah. I like that. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. It's very, uh, very wisdomous words. <laughs> wisdomous words. Yo. Yeah, I man. I mean, what's... Okay, here's a question. Do you have a favorite <laughs> lyric? Have you ever, you know, do you have a favorite verse? Shit. That's a real on-the-spot question. Um, like by his or by another artist? Both. Or you know, that's like, such a hard um, question. First one was originally your verse. You know, what is your favorite? What is your best piece? If you were to tell the viewers to check out, you know, one really creative or one thing that you think is, you know, maybe your best work, what would that maybe be? That's tough, bro. <laughs> I know, because you got that's so much great tough. work. I mean, Top five. It, <laughs> and it's so each of them is like special. I think well, there, you got I think Winter in St. Lucia is the best like representation of me currently. Okay. Um, so if I'm going off of that, I'm going to say that my favorite song, let's, let's go song, verse, and bar, right? So we'll do project, song, verse, and, bar. And music video that you've done. Okay, bet. Okay. Jeez. Well, that's that's a lot of work right now. For time you. to yeah. think. <laughs> All right. So definitely best project, Winter in St. Lucia. Um, favorite song off of Winter in St. Lucia would be Reckless. Favorite verse off of Winter in St. Lucia will be the second verse on Somewhere. I do. It's I crazy do like that, that you just verse. Like know this. It's <laughs> a good verse. And the best, my favorite bar on, like, I guess, ever. Or are we just keeping it to that project? Let's just keep it to that project. Just for the sake of simplicity. Gotcha. Let's just keep it to that project. <laughs> um, my favorite bar on that album is If Life's a Game, then I'm trying to beat my own high score. Ah, I do like that. That that whole honestly, ever I do see how that was a very difficult question because every <laughs> word on that album <laughs> speaks to someone in a different way. Uh, you didn't answer the music video yeah oh yeah and music True. video i <laughs> so guess yeah. yeah music video would be so cold yeah, yeah. i think it's uh, baraka or baraka yeah for sure i was just keeping it like specific to that project but if okay, i'm talking like overall yeah definitely baraka yeah, I got That's scared crazy. watching that. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching that at one in the morning. I had to turn the light. I was like, "Wow, this is an incredible, incredible video." <laughs> I, remember one. I was gonna play it right now. <laughs> who shot that video? Um, Kidel Sonny, who's like a comedian now on you on Instagram. Y'all should check him out. He's actually pretty fire. No plugs on the show, man. Come oh, on. Shit. I'm joking. Plug away. Plug away. Plug away. That was my question. My bad. Um, <laughs> and uh, Yogi directed it. Unreal, unreal. Yeah, Yogi direct that whole song, that whole project. I I'll say it was like Yogi's uh, direction and initiative because he had played me the beat before we went to Saint Lucia. We went down to Saint Lucia around the same time. Uh, he played me the beat. I was like, yeah, this is dope. You check yeah. it. It's like, all right, right to it, and we'll like shoot a video in Saint Lucia. I was like, yeah, yeah, man, for sure. Oh. But then around that time was when I had just like met my girlfriend at the time. Right, yeah. so I was just like I wasn't really about like that. I was just trying to chill with my girl, that kind of thing. And then one day he called me, and he's like, "Yo, listen, write the fucking verse, and let's get this shit done." So I locked myself in the room for like half hour, forty five minutes, wrote the verse. Next day, uh, went to his place in Ancillary, we recorded the verse. Then his brother had recorded his verse when I wasn't there, and then maybe the end of that week, he was like, "Yo." Come down to Ancillary. That's where he's from. Yeah. The village that we shot it. Come down to Ancillary. Let me shoot the video. I was like, okay, cool. What are we shooting? Like, what's the plan? Like, don't worry. Just, just come through. Hmm. I went down, and you know, the whole, the whole village was out for the video. It's crazy. Yeah, it looks like a, looks like a good crew. Like, it, it looked like the people were there. Yeah. Who playing the bottles of liquor on the wall there in that video? <laughs> um, who was just drinking during the shoot? But they were full. Like, the bottles were full. There was three full bottles of, like, Hennessy, I think. There was, like, a bar right next to where we were So you just took the bottles and put them there? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I always wonder if that was, like, premeditated. Like, all right, let's go get some bottles and put them there. The bar was literally, (laughs) while while we were shooting, I was, like, drinking Guinness from the bar. If you and I were good friends, well, we're friends now. We'll be friends. And you and I were going to St. Lucia tomorrow. What would you show me? Like, what would we do tomorrow in St. Lucia? (sighs) Good question. The whole run now. All right. So from time we land... 
um i wish i could remember the name of the restaurant but um there's a restaurant right on the beach as we land we drive off the airport we go we get some food right there what then kind of we food? what kind of food they got i'm the foodie i got and what kind of drinks are we having too i mean from that time it's like like i mean i drink chairman's like chairman's reserve is my uh, drink of choice in saint lucia okay. it's like our it's like our national I won't say national, but it's like our premier rum. You say right? it's called Smooth. Chairman's? Chairman's Reserve. Yeah. It's Isn't that a commercial? It's, well, it's Sorry. funny because you're sitting on a chair. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, man? <laughs> chairman. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to start calling you Chairman. Oh, sure. No. <laughs> no, I'm going to keep calling you Kale. Yeah, yeah. Let's keep. Let's Isn't that a commercial, Kale. though? Like St. Lucia rum. I thought I could be wrong. Anyways, oh, I'm interrupting the question. So rum, and then we'd have food by the beach right off the airport. Okay. Right off the right, airport. Then what, what are we doing? Then we drive up. Um, we go, I had to go check my people. So I go check my parents. You know what I mean? I introduce you to their family. Like, like you see where I grew up Love and that. the view from my balcony. You got a sick view? It's a, man, it's my favorite place in the house. Damn, and for some reason, my whole life, we've always had red lights in the balcony. And I never knew why. Never, Martin Scorsese. You know what I mean? But it's just always given that vibe. So I go out there and just chill and you can see the ocean and all kinds of things. I feel like view. red lights could be like a like a mosquito thing. Like maybe I don't know. Could less be. bugs than I like should probably the, ask my parents about I'm it. I'm curious actually. But another yeah. time. But anyway, so we do that. Um it would also depend on what day we land. Saturday. You know what I mean? We land on a Saturday. Let's land on a Friday. Okay, Friday's we land on a Friday. Let's land on Friday, Friday landing. Okay. All right, so we'll land. We'll go to Grosile Fish Friday. Oh, I love it. That sounds like my kind of Friday. That's where we go first. We'll go there around like 7 or so because we land maybe about like 2.45. Okay. Right? So we had lunch. I just got so hungry. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm there right now. You know, we drive up, check the parents, then we'd uh, go to to Grosile for like around 7. Then you could get all your, like your heart's desire. You like Lubby? You know what's Lubby? Is that like fish taco? Nah, it's like, <laughs> a, like a rice or like a paella? squid, if okay. you will. I love squid, octopus. I do like squid? Yeah, yeah, right. A calamari um, kind of thing. Kinda, but it's like grilled okay, right in front of you. What, what they, do they do? They, do they grill it with like spices? Yes, yeah, spices and garlic okay. sauce and all this different kind of thing, and then you okay. have your green fig salad on the side. Sorry, what time oh. are we eating this at? Seven? Around seven. Okay. You know, around seven. Fuck, we'll yeah, that. dude. I want to go to St. Lucia. You know, have a couple of beers, whatever. I like Guinness. So I drink like, as for some reason too, like the Guinness in St. Lucia is different to the Guinness here. Bro, it just tastes Nutella, different. Interesting. The Nutella in Europe is better than here in Canada. It's a thing. The okay. McDonald's in Paris is different than the one in Clayton Park. Isn't that neat? Yeah. <laughs> well, differences. Do you know what they call a quarter pounder in France? Uh, I've heard this before, I think. I have to. I don't remember. Play, well, do you know what movie it's from? I don't remember. Uh, yes. Um, I'm on Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction, yeah. Okay. A quarter. That's why I heard it. A quarter or a, a royale with cheese. A quarter oh, royale yeah. with cheese. Yeah. Something like that. That's great. McDonald's. All right. So, yeah. okay. So, we're, we're eating the fish or the squid, having Guinness. <laughs> and yeah. then what's after that? Then after that, <clears throat> shit, if we try and be adventurous, we'll do the whole shebang, right? So, we'll cool out there for a little bit. There's usually like um, there's usually like a DJ in the street, so there's like a a block party kind of thing in that area. There's different people selling different foods and like bought like people with coolers on the side of the road that you could buy your drinks from. That yeah. kind of vibe. Okay. It's like an outdoor party kind of vibe. Like a coconut straw. No, you know, no, no. Yeah, cup with like, your ice and all that, but they just have like coolers on the side of the street or like they they have like a stand like everywhere. their vendors. Okay, right? The rum punch everywhere. Yeah, yeah, rum punch, all that. My weakness. All <laughs> my, my weakness. weakness. All Happy right. juice. We do that for a little bit. Then we'll probably go to Rodney Bay. Uh, we go to Verve. Verve is probably like the one of the most like popular bars. It's an outdoor kind of mm. bar situation okay. in Saint Lucia, and, and Rodney Bay is our entertainment strip, if you will. So if we go to Rodney Bay, are they going to ask you to perform? I mean, that's a possibility that might happen. So then I'm left by myself looking like Nah, I won't leave. And by that time, (laughs) you've made a bunch of friends because I've introduced you to the whole squad. And, you know, you're good. Like, Quake was there. 
quick. He said he had nothing but great things to say about it. I was so happy to even like have him there, bro, because like to be able to be hit to have him welcome me here in his city. I always wanted to be able to share that sentiment or share that feeling. It's a good feeling, you know, eh? I love yeah. showing showing like sentimental places to people that have you know. Yeah, you know experience. what I mean. And we've been doing music for so long. Like he's heard me. He's heard me reference certain things about Saint Lucia. Right. So for him to actually have the opportunity to experience a lot of those things was. Yeah. special you know it's truly a treasure yeah. it's great to go to these places and like have not like a tour guide essentially yeah. like you're not just like you're with a bunch of tourists yeah, like you get to be with a local yeah a local and area. yeah it's the only way to do it bro the only way to travel it's like if i go to toronto i don't want to stay at the four seasons i want to stay on my buddy's couch and like yeah. go to the grocery store and like do things and yeah you. you know what i mean be exactly. part of the culture exactly yeah. exactly yeah, I went to China. I was with my friend Calvin. Shout out Calvin. China? Out Calvin. Yeah, bro. I always wanted to go to China, man. Great time. Great chili. Uh, great you know, chili? Like Great chili peppers. Sorry, I f- didn't finish my thought there. Yo, the spiciest motherfucking peppers in the world, bro. What? I swear to God. I, I would call it like Thailand or something. Bro, we went. It was in Chengdu, um, which is like in Sichuan, yeah. the Sichuan province. Um, and essentially they've got these peppers there that literally make your face, your whole face have pins and needles and it, you don't really taste it, but suddenly you're like, you're sweating. I almost said schwitzing. You're, you're sweating (laughs) and you, you, it's just the craziest feeling ever. See, I don't get that. I don't get that. Why people eat hot shit. And it's like, it burns your face off. It's like, what do you expect? It it's was not the hot, only like. thing it burns. <laughs> I, I don't, I, yeah, I don't enjoy inflicting pain on myself. I mean, I didn't expect it, but then I did it. And I kind of, it, it was almost like, a, what does John Cougar Mellencamp say? It hurts so good. Like it hurts so good. It, it burns, but it tastes great. That's how I feel about um, salt and vinegar chips. Interesting. It's like they burn a little bit. It like hurts, but it tastes amazing. What are your favorite type of chips? You always get the Doritos, no? Nah, I like, man, I like to switch it up sometimes, you know okay. what I mean? But usually, like, cheese puffs or cheese sticks. You, you like know? the Cheetos? Or sun chips. I like the, the cheddar sun chips. Um, but I like the Cheetos. I like the jalapeno Cheetos. Those are really good. All right, yeah, what else is you know, what's sour your cream and onion. I, I want to hear like a little. those Joe Louis. You know what Joe I Joe Louis. Shout bro. out Joe Louis. I was never allowed to have them. Oh, if bro, I my ever mom get a, like a, a candy sponsorship or a snack sponsorship, yeah, it has to involve Joe Louis. We try to get one. My rider. I actually know Mr. Louis himself. Yeah, how's he you doing, Joe? I don't. I'm not on that first name basis. <laughs> okay. but, uh, so it's Mr. Louis. It's Mr. Louis to me. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> What's school like in St. Lucia? Like, you pack in recess? Like, you pack in lunch? Like, is it the same as here? Like, how does it work there? Um, in like elementary school, or also it was like infant school, primary school, secondary school. Um, and then I guess post-secondary school or community college. So infant school was like kindergarten to, I want to say standard one, which would have been, uh, they changed it like halfway through and I could never get it right. But kindergarten, grade one, two, three, four. So infant school is up to grade four. Is it just infant one classroom school. or is it? a? No, nah, there's a bunch of classrooms, okay. like maybe three or four a year. Hmm. Cool. You know what I mean? From like my particular school. I went yeah. to Canon Laurie Anglican Primary School. Shout out. Shout, Shout out. out. Gang, gang. Squaw, squaw. Question. Yeah. Do they have Joe Louis no. in St. Lucia? No. No, Joe I discovered Louis. them here. Wow, how did there's you other great them? things though in Saint Lucia, yeah, and it's just in my s- in the search of a substitute, I came across Joe Louis. So, what were you trying to substitute? I love tea time. What's tea time? Tea time. It's it's probably you like the most basic ass shit as like to everyone else, but I love it. Tea time is basically like how would you describe? It's like a cream cookie, like it's a cookie with cream in between, like a Oreo, like a knockoff Oreo. Is it tea time right now? Because we've got tea, and it is. I mean, we are. You couldn't wait for those jokes. You just love the rebuttals. <laughs> I do. I do. I truly do. Wait a second. Do they have McDonald's in St. Lucia? Nah, but how we had KFC, you? and it's fire. Wait, Jeez. how old were you when you had McDonald's for the first time? <laughs> Twenty, twenty-one. No way! Wow. How, what, what, what did you get the first time? Do you remember? No wonder you're uh, so healthy. You're healthy. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I he's not fat. 
You know, he's, he goes to the gym. I mean, you go to the gym? I do as often as I can. It's like it's very therapeutic to me. It's kind yeah, of a it lifestyle. Yeah, it's, it's a lifestyle thing for me. I can't like if I don't go a day, I feel like shit, bro. Like right now, I'm not going to the gym, so I'm just doing random shit at the house, like calisthenic shit. You like it's stretch right. and stuff? Absolutely. Yeah. He follows yeah. this YouTube channel that tells him what to exercise. I got an app. I don't know. I, I just stuff up. I gotta go back to McDonald's. What, so what was the first thing you got? Um, so I don't like burgers that much. Interesting. You so I got like a, a chicken, a McChicken or some shit like that, okay. and fries. You know. I wish I was with you when you got McDonald's for yeah. the first time. Oh, it's an interesting experience. I was with a buddy of mine. That, I wasn't that hype on it. I wasn't like you know, ooh, McDonald's because we had like we got Subway, we got Domino's Pizza, we got KFC. Okay. Um, we got Wendy's and w. Nah, Wendy's. I loved when I Wendy's came has here. the best burgers. Yeah, yeah. Wendy's. I Wendy's fell in A&W, love with. And W, they got some good stuff too. They got that seasoning, that good ass. I've been to A and W in a while. We can go tonight. That might be a good. Hmm. Asiago chicken f- ranch chicken. That sounds delicious. Yeah, that Asiago ranch chicken ranch chicken. Well, yeah. now we're just talking about food. I love this. Here's a good, <laughs> here's a good question. Whenever like I'm in the zone and doing what I do and I love it, mm-hmm. I don't get hungry. Like whenever I played hockey, like. Never got hungry. I was too excited about the game. When you're writing music, do you ever get hungry? Nah. You're just like, you're too focused nah. on the or task. Like, that's the thing. Like, I'll be hungry and I'll feel that hunger, but I'll push it as much as I can. And like, as soon as I'm done this song, I'll go eat. Yeah. And I just try to get to the end of that song or something. Yeah, or not, I won't leave an idea till I'm satisfied that it's something I'm comfortable to show someone. Have you ever had a music session like till like, you know, I know last night you said 8.30 to, or 6.30 to 8.30, yeah. whatever it was. Have you ever pulled an all-nighter in the studio? Oh, yeah, bro. Like my first mixtape in 2008, we recorded it all in 24 hours. I just went to homie's house and we just went. Like I came through with some shit pre-written, but a lot of maybe 40% of it we did on the spot. And I just kept doing push-ups and drinking water to stay up. And we just... Went Bro, through it. Shout out Dupes, Caribbean Carter. Shout out. Uh, there was that 2008. Night, that House night, of Wax. Uh, oh, 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 <laughs> I'm oh, done with the oh, shout oh, outs. Oh. Um, but what was that Muddy Water song? That was a crazy one that you did. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Anything. Where that is that right now? That was a crazy track. But that, I remember you <laughs> finished it and you're like, shit, what's the time right now? And I think it was 530 it's or 630. Got some McDonald's and uh, yeah, but that was you know <laughs> that, that was, was a great night. Cause what we, what did we do before that? We went we went to, to the Ale House and then I think we went to all the other bars except for the Dome. We went to Ale House, then we went to the studio, okay. and then we kind of like they played the beat and they started the vibe, but everybody wanted to go out, yeah. so we went out. We went to Toothy, and yeah. after that goes to show my memory. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we went back to the studio and we recorded this hook on one of Famba's beats. That was basically. crazy. That was a fun time. Yeah, but yeah. Moral of the again, story is yeah. we live for this shit, bro. Rockstar lifestyle. <laughs> oh yeah, all night <laughs> sessions though. It's like, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you've got a very interesting style of writing though. I mean, I don't, I don't write songs myself. But uh, when I've seen you with other songwriters, I think other songwriters sometimes are even kind of, you know, they tend to take a lot away from you, your sessions. Like last night, I, f- I felt like I feel like you you inspire, you know, you've got your I try and I just try to bring good vibes. You know, once people feel comfortable, I feel you. And you do you know. think that comes from St. Lucia where you're from? Absolutely. I, I felt Absolutely. that already. Like I've, we've already been talking <laughs> for well, I met you like an hour ago, but yeah. or not met. But we started talking like yeah. an hour ago. I felt it. It was just like a, I don't very know. you just have something very genuine thank vibe. You. Yeah, Mr. it's like Mr. Kale. Thank you very much. It's like I try. I really well, I don't, I don't know try, how to but, it, but you know that does help. But as far as like the writing process thing goes, I mean, I'm glad that people could leave sessions taking something with them. Well, but I think because I like enjoy going to sessions and being able to learn from others as well so mm-hmm. like a lot of the the, the things the skill sets that i bring to the table is like from experience and, and doing a lot of these sessions and i've been honestly really delving deeper into um the path of that as a songwriter more than that as an artist mm-hmm. and what that has kind of like allowed me to do is as an artist i've always felt this sort of 
if you will, restriction or, or block that I put on myself or restrict on myself because there's a particular style or aesthetic or image or sound or everything, a package deal that is going with what KO is, right? And if I create something that deviates um, too far from what that aesthetic is currently, it is difficult for people at first to digest it. Or that's Ooh. what I've been you know, brought to believe, or that's what I've come to believe, mm. right? Whereas where I've started looking at it as a songwriter is like, if I do do, if I do something that, if you will, de deviates from that style or that aesthetic that's more uh, geared towards the brand as KO, it doesn't matter because I could use it for, you know, oh, film course. placement, yeah. television, you know, ad campaigns, all these things that I'm now really discovering and, and, and delving deeper into. You know, I mean, even like writing for others or just so that aspect of publishing has eliminated that that block that had been on my on my artistry for so long. So now I go in there and I just, you know, I just let loose. I just let whatever come. Well said, you know, well said. Agreed, agreed. And uh, you just mentioned uh, placements and uh you know what was the other thing? uh like sync placements and like songwriting for others co-writes yeah, so are you able to drop any names have you i mean uh, if not i totally work it's not it's, no. it's such a like a fine line i guess but it's totally. not really because it's it's like common knowledge but i work really closely um yeah. with Fra langston francis and the whole humble rock stars team in toronto so langston okay. francis is an artist who signed to uh sony music canada and I co-wrote his first single, Fucked It Up. You could check it out on Spotify, great, Apple great. Music. Wow. You know? <laughs> Shameless plug. No. And um, he's putting out an EP, an EP next month, I guess. When is this coming out? Next week? This is coming out on Monday. Okay, so yeah, like November. He's got an EP dropping like very, very soon. Uh, I don't know what the title is. I don't even know if they picked that the title. That going to be creative as fuck. Yeah. He is but a very creative He's dude. very dope. Very dope. Such an incredible musician. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like pretty blessed to even be part of the team and be allowed to contribute in that way. Yeah. Um, so I co-wrote two records on his EP that's going to be coming out. And uh, I just came back from this SoCan Connect Pender Island. <laughs> Stop that. I've done. <laughs> <laughs> um, song camp in in BC, where every day they were putting us in a different room to do these co-write situations, and I've just found, you know, I found a, a passion in in doing these kind of things that, you know, I didn't really. Moral of the story is you never really know where your path is going to lead you. Yeah, and like you, you know? said, you know, working with other people, you get to learn about. You know the ways that they like to make music, yeah, and exactly, it's part and of you the get cycle. something from these collab sessions that you wouldn't get from just working with yourself. It's always, always something special. Yeah, no, I feel that it's a, uh, it's a moment, it's a vibe. Yeah, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. What's the most frustrating thing about being in a studio, like writing a song? Is it like the engineer working the computer? Is it like not connecting with someone that's trying to help you? Is it? I was in, I've been to maybe five sessions in my entire life. I love it. I love being a fly on the wall and just observing what I do not know. Yeah. But there's, there was definitely times where I observed things that were just like, man, like this guy's pissed off at this guy right now and just didn't say anything. Mm -hmm. yeah. Is there anything like that? Is there any like... I mean, you, if you got a shitty engineer, then that sucks. And the engineer's the guy on the computer, right? Yeah. Because to have a good engineer is um, the one who's going to steer the session in the right direction. So he has to be quick. He has to be savvy. He has to be knowledgeable about what he's doing. You know what I mean? So, and even like, I love when I'm in a session and while we're recording, the engineer is able to give me like just a, a, a bare minimum mix. You know what I mean? So I could hear what it can sound like instead of just like raw vocals and things of that nature. So whenever I listen to a rap song and like before the song, they'd be like, turn my mic up, turn my, like things like that. Are they talking to the engineer? I mean, sometimes it's just like you talking shit, but fr that's where it originated from. Oh, okay, okay, you know, okay. Where you're talking to, like Eminem had a classic one where like, I need more headphone, I need more snare in my headphone. Yeah. And he's talking to the engineer right yeah. there. Yeah, shit like that. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Do good engineers get paid a lot of money? Like if you're real you good, is there a difference between... Do <laughs> they require an engineering degree? <laughs> I mean, they There's don't require it, no. but... But the, uh, you know. there are schools for engineering, like for yeah, music Yeah, you only went to school stuff. for sound engineering. Yeah, there's so. uh, 
I've so the, heard of a couple. What's the difference between a music engineer and a beat producer? Okay, so uh, the, the sound engineer is the one who is on the boards, who is dealing with the mix of the record. Okay. And the mix of the record being the vocals as well as the instruments, how every single instrument fits um, in the mix and like sort of complements each other and every everything has its space. Everything fills its right pocket and nothing is fighting with itself so it kind of makes everything sound smooth smooth and balanced and then that and then you still have the vocals that you need to mix into that seamlessly because the vocals in itself is another instrument and then there's the master and usually there's another mastering engineer that takes care of the mastering and the master is usually what sort of like glues everything together and gets it to the maximum um loudness if you will without it being too loud wow yeah, that's and then, so that's the engineer, and then the producer is the person who produces the beat, the the music behind it. And there, but there's a beat maker, and there's a and there's a producer. A beat maker is someone who just makes the beat, you know what I mean? And they might just send you send you the shit, and they'll send you the stems, if you will. And then the engineer is usually who will like you know dissect the stems and break it down how you really want it. Uh, but then there's also a producer who does that, those two jobs together. That producer is the person who produces the entire song he's in there so like an artist could be a producer as well yeah. if he's in there and he's with the producer and he's like yo let's take that snare out let's like a lot of artists right now are producers like in that session last night too like we were producing the record yeah. with the producer yeah. if you will but um it's like it just becomes such a regular standard that you know, we don't even really look at it. It's like even splits anyway, so it feels that like, doesn't really matter. It feels like you can save money if you have all these skill sets. Yeah, Instead of having you have a song and then send it off to someone. It's much to better to be it. able to do it, yeah, to do it yourself. And especially at a level like the top rappers in the world, if you have that skill set. It's like, very time-consuming yeah, to Yeah, that's to true. It's time-consuming, you know? yeah. Yeah, but I could guarantee you that Offset, you the Migos, Travis Scott, um, Young Thug, Uzi, all of them are recording their own vocals on their laptop in their hotel rooms or on their, on their tour bus, you know what I mean? And they have a basic understanding of their vocal chain, at least, you know what I mean? So they know how their vocals will sound when yeah. they mix it. Like, at this point in time, like, the level at which everyone is, everyone is competing, like, you got to have at least a basic understanding of that skill set. Like, I, yeah. I could operate logic yeah. to, like, a bare minimum, you know what I mean? No, I've seen you putting work on that. Like it, yeah, a little, you know, a little engineering. You gotta know, there. you gotta know the. Thanks basics. to Yogi too. He's the one who taught me. Like when I used to live with him, instead of me just bugging yeah. him all the time, he's like, "Okay, sit down. Let me teach you yeah. how to record yourself." And what's that yeah. line? Anyone know it? Like, uh, teach a man, you know, fish for a guy, feed him for a night. Teach a man the fish, fish. I know the like. quote, but so I'm never gonna get it right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, but I feel you though. Teach a village how to catch a fish. Don't give them fish or something. Kind of nah, catch it or something. Nah, no. that's well, a whole I'm different one. Sushi. Is everything. it? <laughs> I think it's like it takes a village to raise a child or something like that. <laughs> what a mix. I don't know. What a what a blend anyway, of yeah. quotes. But um, oh, that's logic, right? No, this is uh, Garage oh, Band. Garage Band. Yeah. Sorry, oh, putting you like putting your business out there in the no, streets. Well, uh, I mean, I think this has been a very good chat. I mean, is there anything else? There's. Well, I just want to know when you're, unless... How long are you here until? Uh, tentatively till... Tentatively, what a word. Tentatively till November 7th. What does tentatively mean? Tentatively. What does that mean? Um, To be determined. Cool. Boom, boom. You wow. know you're supposed to learn something every day? Job done, learn yeah, something. Yeah, boom. Boom. Squ- squ- I feel like, did we not... Uh, we <laughs> had this conversation yesterday as well. You teach something new every day. There's just always... There's something... There's always random facts that come about yeah. in these, you know, casual chats. I want to sit on one of these, sit in on one of these, sessions. what do you call them? Sessions. Good times. Yeah. I swear to God, I won't say a fucking cool word. I'll just vibe. sit on the wall. Bro. It's a I great it. vibe, I man. Even like. I don't say shit. Yeah, I love it. If you, ever, if you ever want to come watch me play Sunday Night Hockey, feel free to come. Okay, yeah. You can come sure. watch me and then I'll sit on in on one of the <laughs> sessions. Yeah. Or we'll call it even. Yeah, actually, we got one tomorrow. A hockey boom, boom. or a session? <laughs> a hockey game? <laughs> <laughs> you playing hockey tomorrow? I got some gear. Yeah, we got a session tomorrow if you want to come. Where at? Uh, I'll give you all that shit. Like, oh yeah, you're not allowed to. <laughs> well, it's all money. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> okay. Are so you gonna all go? Your subscribers I think pull so. Up. I think that's uh, part of the plan at this point in time. Yeah. We'll uh, yeah, we'll sync up. We'll 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 How what time? Or yeah, we'll get into that we'll later. We'll figure all okay. that shit out. <laughs>
Do you have any yeah. other interests outside of uh, like music? Uh, most of my interests are like like fashion. I mean, yeah. I love fashion. I love making garments, like all this Do shit you know? I'm wearing right now. You know, I like just like. I think there is, and this is going to sound mad cheesy, but I think there is beauty in chaos. So a lot of my fashion pieces are a, re- a reflection of that, where I sort of take things and, if you will, destroy them to create something dope. Didn't Basquiat say that? There's beauty in fantasy? Did he? What? If he did, that's crazy. I'm pretty... Someone uh, said beauty. Someone said something There's about beauty because Basquiat's work was very chaotic and i'm pretty sure he said that there's beauty and chaos i could be wrong a friend of mine does quantum physics and he says it all the time well there you go so there must be some truth to that your friend does quantum quizics quizics that's That's quizics i just want to know how you get involved (laughs) in that it's like wow. you, like what guy wakes up and just goes here's what i'm doing today buddy i could have him yeah i sometimes get him on the podcast shout out juan every time i see him like i go over to his place and he's literally like doing math problems on the window and stuff yeah, it's crazy my roommate's a mechanical juan. engineer oh, okay. he works um with uh landing gears That's yeah cool. he's like testing landing gear i, like I just want to know how, i want to know the how story i feel like i've marlon yeah yeah interesting well that was lovely. I'm I'm glad we've got to have this good chat. It's 45 yeah. minutes. Shit, I'm 45 not done talking about my fashion, though. No, fuck no. yeah. Keep going. Anyway, y'all could get it on uh my link in bio. Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> Plug away. <laughs> K.O. Oh, I thought you, you said your LinkedIn bio. I know my link is in bio. <laughs> my LinkedIn bio. Yeah, yeah you never know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I do a lot of these uh, distress, bleach dye, paint splatter, like all this shit that I did with this, you know, this jacket. This whole, I didn't realize I was wearing my whole fit. But, Fresh yeah. wear. You know what I'm kind of doing? Uh, I'm actually doing a pop-up shop this week at Nova Scotia Kids. Sick. Uh, at this time. point, if this comes out on Monday, yep. then, you know, the pop-up shop's on Wednesday. Wednesday's yeah. a great day of the week. Midweek, hump day. Yeah, hump yeah. Day, you know, the weather looks will, good. Yeah. Does it? So, yeah. I hate how weather determines if things are going to be good or not. But it, it does. Like, the it fact does. that it's going to rain tonight sucks. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to be sitting right there all night. Well, just because it's going to be It's a very comfy raining. chair, I'll tell you that much. It, I this like is this. a very comfy chair. Yeah, is it? Is, that was yeah. my grandmother's chair. Chairman. Yeah, this is dope. Yeah, man. It was okay. my dad's birthday the other day, and we got him a new Lazy Boy. We're a big Lazy Boy Happy family, birthday, as you can see. Man. I could tell. So we added another one, but it's upstairs. That was his old one. Bunch of Lazy Boys. And I had to there. move it downstairs, and yeah, the new one's up there. It's got a good, it's got a good yeah. comfy vibe to it. Good comfy. Well, feel. he's sunk it, and he's, he's yeah. I feel like it. It hugs me. Yeah. What are you into besides podcasts and hockey? Comedy. Comedy. Okay. Love comedy. Love the art of comedy. Uh, Tell us know. a joke. I'm not that funny. <laughs> that funny. Uh, I love the art. I love conversation. I love getting into uh, into people's heads and minds. And I think everyone's somebody in this world. Everyone has a yeah. path. Everyone's doing Everybody something. Has a story. Even if you're a homeless guy sitting on the street of Halifax, I Bro, bet that guy. The best stories. I bet they have some of the best stories than all three of us sitting right here. You know, Shout out to Craig and Tony. Shout out to Craig and Tony. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I yeah. like co- I like conversation, man. Fair enough. That's what I like. Fair enough. I like shit like this. Yeah. This type of like, to be honest, I was a little apprehensive about doing the podcast and no offense to you or any, or or you, Max, you already know. It's just that like, (laughs) uh, shit, like, you know, you, you do so many interviews after a while it's it's like this isn't an interview the same quest exactly it's, it's not an interview chat. that's why I, I, i'm not an interviewer i'm a conversationalist yeah. yeah so this is dope this is lit but uh shout out i'm glad dog. glad you committed to it glad you came through bro come on it's uh come it's on. great to have you here and i know that justin you're in the same yeah. boat absolutely uh, yeah. i feel like i've already known you for the years because people always talk about you and we have met before though have yeah we? but we were like, hammered and like it was at that party it was at that party with you had the band in the house and I was introduced that was to you Tower House right yeah. on Tower mm-hmm. Road and I was introduced was to you by Quake too. Yeah. but you were surrounded by people and I was just like well what am I going to do here so, <laughs> so I just let it be I was like we'll, we'll, we'll cross paths again so exactly we're right. here exactly yeah, well, you, yeah you also exactly. you came through shows and yeah. yeah of course but when these shows happen like people are just like whenever I go to a show with Quake I don't even like because so many people talk to you guys like everyone's just around you guys yeah, and I everyone's trying to, back. it does become a little emotionally exhausting yes, because man. everyone's it's like, I'm not saying know. people are trying to get things from you, but people are just always well, like, no, it's not really it's like, it's, it's an energy thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like people, yeah. I believe like we're all connected through like energy, you know what I mean? So yeah. when you're on stage, if you will, if people resonate with what you're doing, they, they connect to that energy. So yeah. when, if they get to actually like 
dap you or or, or have, have a conversation with you or whatever the case is that in a way amplifies um their experience and in turn that yeah. energy but that is also emos- emotionally draining if you will from us as the artists because you're taking our energy i mean that's why we that's do it you know what yeah. i mean but it's it's a transference of vibes you know what i mean yeah, it's them kind of thing that's why you gotta spiritual. always keep positive people around you because they will amplify that vibration around you and Truth. yeah Get lifted, just kick that negative lifted. shit to the curb absolutely all right well well 50 minutes great conversation fantastic Thanks for having i really me. like talking to you same man Great. Yeah, more of these to come. Well, we'll we'll be chatting. We'll yeah. be chatting. Are you gonna, you'll be back in Halifax. Uh, this might be my last time for the year for a little bit. Keep I want to go back to Saint Lucia for year, a bit. So. Are you going back to yeah. Saint Lucia for Christmas? I'm going back to Saint Lucia for Christmas. Winter in yeah. Saint Lucia, part two. <laughs> do they do Christmas trees in Saint Lucia? Yes, they, they do. They got Christmas trees in Saint Lucia. Yeah, I mean, I grew up on the artificial tree for quite some time, and the odd year when you know things good, we had a good year. Things was iry. We could, you know, <laughs> afford a full tree. Actual. We got tons know, of trees. For the most here. part, it's like, you know. Send some trees down to yourself. And yeah, it uh, sounds like a business opportunity. Boom. Yeah. But, yeah, there's a whole, like, you know, anyway, like, there's yeah. probably so many rules against that. <laughs> right? Well, Canada's yeah. tough to deal with import-export, man. Yeah. Anything green going and, in like, or out. Insects <laughs> and different, like, the government will be real iffy about what that kind of stuff that comes in because of yeah. insects no, and parasites all this other I never thought of that shit, right yeah I've dealt with customs enough yeah. to you know got, you guys put trees on the top of the or stars, stars? on the top yeah. of the tree and you put ornaments yeah. and stuff and lights and oh, stuff yeah my mom's tree is always beautiful bro but I'll yeah. tell you there's one thing that my mom used to always do me as a kid and I'll always hold that against her and I'll probably do my kids the same shit is you'd see under the tree and you'll see Mad boxes, bro. Boxes everywhere. Big ass presents. Oh, uh, like you shake them too, <laughs> and nothing in them, dog. It's just empty boxes that are wrapped. <laughs> you know, it looks great, well, but it's it the shit that there. counts, right? <laughs> just for company to come over, they look like, hey, see, we got kids. We're good this year, <laughs> like after, bro. Like after a certain age, it's like, yeah, you don't need presents. Uh, you, you good, <laughs> man. My family still wakes up at like seven a.m. Well, like, yeah, it's my brother's thing. twenty-one. I'm twenty-six. Like yeah, we're all yeah. grown, but we're still waking up at seven. See, for me, oh, what's Jewish. special about Christmas <laughs> is like the, f- I mean, obviously Christmas, but the food is like what my thing. Like, I don't need presents. Just That's like with the, all holidays. be able to go. And what I love doing too is like we'll go house hopping. Like, we'll have food at, at my house, and then I'll go check the homie, and then we'll go to the next homie's house. And we're like, yeah. this is the whole thing, the love whole it. day. It's great. I feel like the popover is big in St. Lucia. Yeah. What is yeah. a popover? It's like when you just come over like unannounced. It's just knocking uh, like, hey, what's going like a, on? You know yeah. how there's like a turnover? There's, uh, <laughs> Fair enough. I thought it was like a yeah. popover. It's like, like if, someone kno- if someone knocked on the door right now yeah, upstairs, no, I'd be like, what over. the hell's going yeah, on? Yeah, like why you, did you just show up at my house? Yeah, I see what you know what I mean? There. But nah, like especially around Christmas, you expect it. So everyone is already prepared for it. It's like Halloween. And I mean, everyone got candy for people trick-or-treating. It's like you prepare an enormous amount of food because you know you're going to have guests. I have a question for you guys. Have you guys ever experienced Hanukkah? No. I have not. You're my only Jewish friend. That's right. Well, (laughs) I'm going to teach you this year. I'll tell you all about Hanukkah. Maybe we'll do a Hanukkah episode or something. Maybe yeah. we'll light the candles. Do you have one of those candles? Oh, dude, eight cra- have you ever seen the movie Eight Crazy Nights? Adam I have, Sandler. Adam, dude, he's a fellow Jew, of course. Yeah. <laughs> he's a fellow. Um, <laughs> mishpacha, as we like to. That's what that's, does that mean? It's family in Hebrew. Mishpacha. Thank you. Mm. Yeah. Now we know the, that's the thing. We I taught you about schwitzing, mm-hmm. and that's when we said we you know you learn something new every day. Ah, full circle. Full Just circle. finishing the thought that I didn't finish before. I didn't. I didn't teach you guys anything this podcast. Oh, dude, you taught us uh, taught us a great conversation. Okay. I feel fantastic. like you taught us something. I feel you like you did. You did I? Something. I'm sure you. Oh, bro, you taught me about sports or something. You're always talking about sports and stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, well, there's a lot of good games on tonight. World That's Series game three. Oh. Uh, I'm now not I get know. Into it. Now I know. <laughs> now I know. Before I we end, yeah. before we end it, what was the type of rum you said that you guys drink in Chairman's Reserve? Can yeah. you get it here? You not in Halifax. You could get it in some liquor stores in Ontario. Because I like rum around Christmas time. I like rubbing yeah, rum and eggnog around bro. Christmas. I so just I want to try eggnog. Could, or, I wonder time. if you could try ordering it. See if you could go on like a, um, 
Not at LCBO. Like yeah, LCBO. Go on the LCBO website. And right, see if you could like order it. If you got a buddy in say in um I got, in you can send or it something. to my house. Okay. Yeah, just send it to a homie's house, and then you know, next person who's traveling or why who, can't I just send it to my house? Because I don't think LCBO. I don't think it'll send it out of province. Kind crazy of uh, liquor laws. Mixed yeah. Oh, crazy really? weed laws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All crazy that. times in Canada. How do y'all feel? How do we not talk about this? How do y'all feel about? The legalization of cannabis. Oh, you already know how I feel. Well, I don't know. I don't smoke, so, so it, it doesn't affect, it doesn't affect you, right? me. But I felt like it's been legal forever. It's just kind of exactly. That's the how uh, nothing really changes. Of you know, doing things have gotten a little more scary, though. To be honest, yeah, especially here in Halifax. Oh yeah, especially I mean, here. I guess in Nova smoke. Scotia. Yeah, can't plea. even bring your cigarette outside without uh, potentially getting a ticket that if you don't pay, you can go to jail for. But I will be honest. It just does feel like um, I hope the government doesn't like come get me after I say this. No, we but, love controversy here. Keep going. OK, I feel like it's just like sort of like fear management, if you will. Like, let's scare the shit well out said. of you right now so that by the time this sort of levels out, we don't have too many people losing their minds off of like. Oh my God, this shit's legal. You know? Yeah. That's yeah. So they're just scaring the shit out of you. Well, what, that's what the police do. They scare you. Yeah. You know, like, you know I get it. You know, yeah. I will say, though, like, when we walked the into the store and it felt like we walked into the Apple store. I've heard like, that. That's yeah. what we said. That's what they <laughs> it's said. It's just yeah. such a crazy, like, thought yeah. and experience. Like, this but is, where, this is yeah. where we're at. It's an interesting yeah. mix like that. Yeah. And it seems, I don't know, it's 2018, guys. I know, man. Yeah, it's nuts. Flying crazy. cars are gonna be here like in two years. Can't are they not wait already flying here, bro? Ubers. What's that? I swear they're already like posting like test videos of like what's it called, uh, flying Toyotas and stuff. Uh, do you see those, man? Do you see these robot videos? They're scary. Like, Didn't you see a robot at that Halcon thing? Yeah, I don't know, maybe. Uh, but anyways, like if there's gonna be another world war, like it's not gonna be fought by humans. I'm telling you, it'll be Terminator. robots. It'll be robots. Have you ever seen the movie they, I Robot? They already got yeah. drones and. Yep, Black Mirror. Y'all watch that? Ah, uh, yeah. What's that? Black Mirror, dude, on Netflix. Right. So like all this shit that we're talking about right now, yeah. Black Mirror is that show. Show where it will, it's a show. It's Black a show. Mirror, you would love like that an hour, show. hour fifteen each episode. Each ep- episode is different, but focusing on like a different thing that it's like a problem with today. Yeah, but it's but like, like it'll take worst case and scenario and of what technology will be like in the future. So say for instance, Instagram. Is it? Is like, you know, how everyone is obsessed with how many likes you get and how this is really like working on our psyche to think that the, the number of likes sort of validates you as a human being. There's an episode where it's like your score, the number of likes you have score. actually does validate you as a human being. And if someone doesn't like you, they could take some of your points and then you go to a different tier or level in That's, society. Yeah, it's really and you have crazy. to continue to uphold this sort of social um image or aesthetic to keep your likes or your points going up so that you can progress in society fuck that yeah bro one other show yo you also turned me on to the show a few days ago i cannot stop that was a pause (laughs) turn me on to the show yeah i feel like that was a pause moment i just had to do that out there for my (laughs) g's and them you know but continue uh don't know what you just said but i (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah pretty much uh (laughs) I was saying what? that you turned me on to this crazy <laughs> show. Do it again, man. Pause. Pause. Wait, what? <laughs> you're saying you turned me on to this, so it makes it seem like Pause. you're attracted to him. Pause. You turned me on to you him. You put me on to this great show. Yeah, say that. That's much better. I you apologize. It's okay. It happened. You could have just said it. I didn't understand. All right, continue with the sentence. Yeah, you put... <laughs> you put... <laughs> you put me on to this fantastic show. Yes. Yes. What's it called again? Uh, designated Survivor. Holy Designated Survivor is. I love insane. the show Survivor. Bro, this one's designated. <laughs> it's a different. Show. Designated. Designated Survivor. Yeah, yeah, it's like uh, it's like this government thing happens. So I basically every time there's a full, every time all of Congress or all of the federal government is in the Capitol building in D.C. Okay. Um, there is always one member of the Senate who is left out of that in case of any sort of terror attack or, or anything that may happen to the entire government. So there's one and that person that just in case. who is not allowed to go to that meeting, and okay. he is called a designated survivor. Cool. You know what I mean? So, uh, so then in the show, the whole Capitol building blows up, everyone dies, president, the whole shebang, and then he becomes the president 
of the United States, and he's the least qualified ever. And then from that stems all of this crazy conspiracy, and then there's this other FBI agent who their character i really love how they develop her as well because then she's like a whole side story that's going on to while the president is really just trying to run the country and it's really dope uh, i want something like this to happen like if i die i want to go i want to go out like a hollywood movie technically like something we're all sh- watching crazy like trump is already like a thing. <laughs> yeah, we're watching him blow yeah, talking about anyway. him. i don't want to talk about him <laughs> but it's like it technically is a movie like a movie is he not a movie he was in fucking little rascals He's a movie guy. He's Pol- now the politics is, He's a, a is a celebrity. Politics is an art form, man. Who's next president? Kanye? No, Will, Will Smith. Will Smith. Okay. Boom. All right, let's wrap it up here. Fellas. Dave it. Chappelle uh, for vice. <laughs> who? Dave Chappelle for vice president. I fuck with that. That would be a uh, great country. <laughs> he's he's getting. He goes to his like little uh, town meetings and where does he live? Kentucky. He lives somewhere in middle America, and like he goes to his little town meetings and is like, "Listen, like this sidewalk, it's it's cracked. We need we need to redo this sidewalk. My kids wait for the bus on this sidewalk, and he'll go to like good guy Dave. Yeah, yeah. it's it's pretty funny, and no yeah. one takes him serious. I feel bad for him. Like he's just, up there trying to be serious, and everyone's just laughing <laughs> at him. Like it's actually pretty funny. I'd love to see a video. All right, let's uh, wrap it up. Ko yeah. Kirsch, great conversation. Let's gang, gang. Winter in St. Lucia available now everywhere, all streaming platforms. New music on the way. That's all. Kirsch, you got a plug? Gang, gang, squash, yeah. It's Kirsch on Lucha Instagram, I T S K I R S H, and Perks Halifax is the brand. My name's Justin. This is the high button. We are out. Oh, yeah. Make sure to follow all of our the social media button. outlets Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud, iTunes. Uh, I think uh, I, I said them all. SoundCloud. SoundCloud, iTunes. iTunes. Make sure all to. All streaming go- platforms. Yeah. Save yourself some time. Beautiful. So, thank you very <laughs> much, guys. I love each and every one of you. We are out. Bless.